What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back to Barely D&D. My name is Landon and we are about to jump into episode 35, Hidden Gems. But before we do, um, we are going to go ahead and recap episode 34, Resting on Laurels. So the fun guys left the revelry and thrill of the Blood Bowl behind as Craig, Boz, and Rowena returned to the opalescent tome for a well-earned rest. Craig went immediately to bed, but Boz and Ro chose to remain awake and wait for the seemingly missing Greta who was not to be found at the opalescent tome, surprisingly contradicting her previous promise. While her friends awaited her in the lobby of the closed magical shop, Greta left her wanderings of Home Cove sewers behind and returned to the opalescent tome herself. The unpredictable gnome eventually arrived at the fungi's temporary residence with little explanation and her compatriots accepted her presence at face value. Ro and Boz then set about the building looking for Tello, after Ro previously noticed his absence while looking for Greta. The concerned search ended with a pained anticlimax as Ro found Tello asleep against the wall by his bed, clutching his sending stone, likely seeking some of the conversation that he lacked from his allies and friends in his earlier distress. Greta used this distraction to find the scholar's bifocals, magical items which she had reviewed earlier that day, and attempted to utilize them to unclear ends. The sneaking search triggered the magical defenses of the heavily enchanted opalescent tome, and Greta had little explanation for her actions once more when Morgan appeared to check on the disturbance. The magic shop's soul guard left the party with an uneasy acceptance, and a similar tension lay over Boz and Roe as the remaining fun guys finally went to bed. Greta's evening was not done, finding unexpected complications when a predictably uneasy sleep bled into an insidious nightmare, as Madame Miskor saw her opportunity to feed on Greta's fears through her terrible magics. This terrible slumber was visible on Greta's demeanor when the party awoke the next morning, where Kanaje and a gloriously conjured breakfast awaited them. A final conversation with Greta attempted to clear up some of the ambiguity, but when the diminutive cleric retreated into herself once more, the rest of the party chose to make peace with her reticence eat their breakfast, and plan the coming day. And with that, let's get into the adventure. Hey everybody, welcome back to Barely D&D. Um, we are talking in slight whispers because we're now an ASMR podcast. No, we're not. Just I, I don't have to home. talk in a whisper though. <laughs> That's right, because Jackie is remote. Sorry. <laughs> uh, there are people in this house that are sleeping and we are still playing D&D because we're hardcore. So, um, <laughs> Dude, it's 10.30. <laughs> you know, you're not hardcore. It's only 10.30. Unless 30. you live hardcore. Um, but we're back uh, and we're ready to go into another adventure. I have a question this time. And my question is, what fandom does your character belong to? Oh my goodness, that's <laughs> so good. Who's my uh, DM NPC? Um, Let's do someone really different. Yeah. I don't know who. Uh, your choice. DM's choice. Ooh, DM's yeah, choice. DM's oh, choice. I like when you guys pick. Yeah, but we always choose the same ones. DM's choice. Yeah. Pick, a, pick an so enemy. Give us something. Pick an enemy. Can we do Madame Miscore? What fandom she belongs to? Madame uh, Miscore. Yeah. And I'm talking actors, TV shows, bands. Um, social groups. Oh, that's good. Social? Anything. Okay, what's a social group fandom? Uh, environmentalism. What's that? You <laughs> 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 just love the earth, man. That's what it is. What's a, what's a social fandom? The government. <laughs> uh, Rose is a member of Oceana. Peta. I don't know. <laughs> there is a Sea World in Yalabern. It's our goal to take it down. So. Um. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to need a second for Madame Meeskor's fandom, so someone else on <laughs> What, you don't know that information? I don't know That's not in her character information okay. in my notes. I don't know either. Um, I feel like... <laughs> I'm just gonna, every time. I feel, 
Uh, oh, and if you choose like a boy band, you have to say which member is their favorite. Like, you know, which sub fandom. Who's their bias. Yeah, who their bias <laughs> is. Um, I didn't know what any of that lingo meant. Uh, but anyway. Uh, I feel like Boz, he would be part of a video game community. Mm. But I don't know which one. I'm I feel like it would be chill gaming. Chill gaming, like Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. So yeah. Stardew Valley. But yeah. okay, so which villager yeah. would he marry? Like in the game, we have oh, hit the full threshold of my knowledge about Stardew Valley. Yeah, same. Either I could get, I could offer Ooh. you an Animal Crossing villager, but not a Stardew <laughs> Wait, Valley. I've got this. I've got Abby this. knows. I've got this. Which, I've, as someone I know who can be shape, Animal Crossing people, not okay, fully okay. Okay. <laughs> Ah, uh, <laughs> the ethical. Anyway, we okay. just got that now. What were you gonna say, Abby? I think, um, Leah. Leah. Or Penny? What'd you say? Leah. Leah's married, right? No. Boz could. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, Leah's not oh, married. She's oh, naming she's naming villagers. Not. I'm Leah so confused. Or Penny. I have no idea what's going on. You know, I married Penny my first playthrough because she was the one that looked the most like Melanie. Aww. That's cute. Aww, I was I was gonna so cut it into. Cute. I thought you were Melanie married to Melanie, and then you just think so cute that I was like, never mind. My heart. My joke is canceled by that sweetness. Yeah. I married Elliot, which I think if you know me, it explains it. <laughs> yeah, Elliot's a, he's pretty he's pretty chill. I honestly wish I had his life. Like he just like lives in a house he on the beach and walks around with long hair. He like, like doesn't oh, have a job. <laughs> I just exist. Abby was like my Le type. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's what's Greta's fandom? I still don't know. Okay. Uh, it was a great question. I have no it's, idea. It's a freaking good question. Yeah. I'm looking around my room at all my like <laughs> pop figures and all to try and like think of fandoms. I think she would like, I think she would be like. A lucky charm. Really? <laughs> she would be a lucky. She would be a fan of Jackie Butler. Oh, <laughs> oh we, almost, we almost forgot. We have a special guest today. I am not. Jackie Butler. Jackie Butler. Jackie Butler. It's like this is. I'm gonna do D &D this slow blink again. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna do start doing the slow blink. I feel like I feel like Rose would out. be. Um, I think like a pop or, punk fan. Yeah, I think she would be in. Like, I think she would definitely be into the Warped tour scene. Mm. But I also think yeah. she would be into like into like Disney bounding, but only as the villains. Ooh, I don't know what any of what you just said meant. So <laughs> Disney she, like, bounding is like. D yeah like she would love because she's purple and green and if you think about it all disney villains are like green That's and purple really which is point. like what the heck what is and disney i think she bounding? would be like so disney bounding is when you like kind of dress up like a character uh, to go to disney world but like uh, you don't fully dress up like them like okay. you just am, am inspired by it which ro is always doing because she's already green and purple gotcha. so like maleficent she's already there mm. um <laughs> she's already there you know like don't even try like this is her territory she's maleficent back off so i think yeah warp tour and then like disney villains what's the warp tour what's her dream headliner for warp tour i feel like it's bring me the horizon but i don't want to talk for you um, I would say like I would say like Paramore, My Chemical Romance, like the OG uh, Warp Tour, oh like yeah. OG Warped. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's no good, doubt the good is OG Warped Tour. The, the first Warped Tour, no oh, doubt. Did. Well, yeah. If Love you want to no go doubt. way back, no doubt, Katy Perry, all that good uh, stuff. Oh, if you want to go uh, way back, Woodstock with Warped Tour. So me and Jackie are <laughs> flexing on each other with Warped Tour. Um, knowledge. actually, <laughs> <laughs> Landon and I are like Warped Tour, even though all the Warped Tours I've been to have been like with Landon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Madame Misko, what's her fandom? I feel like Madame Misko is really into something like super mm -hmm. 
specific and obscure. I could see her being really into My Chemical Romance too. Uh, <laughs> like she was probably into Welcome to the Black Parade music video. Um, <laughs> probably. Oh, yeah. uh, that would have been a darker music video. She's on Witch um, Talk. Um, she's like on for sure. she's on TikTok making like the little crystals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crystal yeah. pour. I think I think she's into like um like I th- I think she has a genuine fascination with something like super esoteric. So I think she's like really into like harpsichord music or something, hmm. but like admitting that would be way too it. humanizing. So she can't talk about like it. Like underwater yeah. basket weaving. What? <laughs> with the harpsichord. Like on the weekends, she goes to like Edwardian dandy conventions. Yeah. See, see, you're, you're smelling up Stephanie and Jackie. Exactly. Like, but like she the, has to like, she has to like, like shape change so that no one can know that she has this like, yeah. like the language of flowers. Yeah. Like, what she goes from being she goes from being Snow White's evil witch to like the evil queen. Uh, she looks like the witch. Oh, I I imagine her like having like online like harpsichord Lady. friends, but like she they can't come over to <laughs> her place. She's just Reddit. genuinely nice too, and she yeah. has positive relationships. Like she cares about those people <laughs> and makes sure that nobody's crying. She's like on torturing them. someone, and then she's like, "Betty, I love your hair." <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would, man, a different, like an alternate version. If there was a WandaVision uh, Accidental Adventures, I would want just a series where it's just like Madame Miscore just domestically being someone's like mom and she's just Aww. really sweet and friendly. Oh my gosh. Nobody starts out completely evil. That may happen very quickly at a young age, but there was a time where Madame Miscore was. No, she was a hag. She was bad from the beginning. Oh. Um, I mean, Are hag babies like all wrinkly and. I'm I am I am not joking. Do yourselves a favor and never Google five E hag babies. I'm not kidding. I hope you, um, I hope you know that. Like they're so cute. My instinct was like, oh, I gotta do that, and then my phone was over there. I'm not joking. Don't, uh, Greta. What's yours? So I think. Don't do it, Jackie. Sandwiches. <laughs> Sandwich fandom, Panera fandom, Breakfast Club. <laughs> I think like you know the yeah, lo-fi the girl. Sandwich. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's like one of them. But then I also think <laughs> Yeah, there, just keep going because Jackie's is, gonna find something real bad. Just there is a lo-fi girl like like community. Like yeah. that chat is yeah. popping off. I feel all like the time. I feel like Greta would be like into like I feel like she'd have a McGriddle and then she'd fall in love with it. And then she'd be a fan of McDonald's, but no one else is. What? But you're like straight up like a fangirl of it. And everyone else is just like, that's just a massive bloated restaurant chain. And you're like, McDonald's! Oh, McDonald's so you like have a poster girl. of Ronald McDonald in your room with like autograph with like a heart. You know? All of it's like really disconcerting and unnerving. We're like projecting on Greta, like not allowing Abby to speak at all. But that's but... pretty good, but no. Um, <laughs> um, so I think like the, I think she really likes the lo-fi girl and like the cute little lo-fi videos. Um, and then I also think like Doctor Who and Aliens. Oh, Doctor like, Who. Like hardcore, like ali- totally. anything yeah. like Alien. She's like. Like Alien the movie? Like the. the uh-uh. oh, okay. Like just Aliens in general. You. Oh, like UFOs. Like she like. Does she think UFOs exist? Oh, she's exist? like conspiracy. Oh, like she yeah. went to Area 51 and got all she's of She's like, she she stuff. will believe she anything. She's the only person at Area 51 running with her arms behind her back. You know that guy on History Channel <laughs> oh, that like I've looks funny? That. She would believe she believes everything that he says, like without and a question. Nice. Greta's your friend who like emotionally supports you when you meet her and you're like, wow, what a wonderful person. And you get to know her better and you find out about all the conspiracy theories and you're like, I have to like really balance that relationship. <laughs> yeah. What but but, but it makes it easier because it's like the lo-fi girl is there too. So it's like, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. Craig's fandom is WWE. 
I was thinking like woodworking. <laughs> That's a much more wholesome <laughs> answer. Hey, WWE's no pretty good. No WWE. Sorry. <clears throat> I mean, Logan Paul's on there now. Uh, or is it mm. Jake Paul? I don't know. Okay, if we moving keep on. There, I'm going to get real distracted. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Adventure 35. It's another level five adventure. Wait, we didn't level up to level six? The dates uh, oh. 3488, oh, yeah. peanut butter, Tefra 32. <laughs> peanut butter, Tefra 32. <laughs> peanut butter, jelly time. I've got to quit making that joke so much because people forget that it means like post birth and it has this in world lore answer. 38. Uh, 3488 PB, Tefra 32. Same date as last time. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, I have wow. spell slots. I could totally redo my spells right now, but I don't want to do that. So That's true. You could. I hate it when you do a long rest like in between sessions. And so then you're just like, oh, I guess these are the ones I'm keeping. Yeah, um, yeah I agree with that. <laughs> it's like, I hope, Wait, what? I hope I didn't need anything else. Um, I don't have that problem. <laughs> well, we always change days like once every six episodes. So it's like if you miss the That's train, true. it's not coming back. That's true. That's so true. So you I guys are basically on the same level as me. Yeah, that's true. You basically can't change spells because no. we're always yeah. like, well, the next arc of this campaign is going to be this day. So you <laughs> might as well have just been a bard. No. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, welcome back. So we pick up with the party in the opalescent time, finishing up a scrumptious breakfast. Finishing up a scrumptious breakfast. Row ate like nine waffles. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, the plates, like Lucidian, starts appearing and just sort of like magically cleaning and gathering the plates. Oh, I wasn't done with that. Up. I wasn't done with that one. Oh, I apologize. I'm just, no, it's okay. And then like the food reappears. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> I wasn't done with that one either. I'm sorry. This well, is across stop the table messing from with you. I, I, I have to walk around or else I get gassy. <laughs> Balls, you can't fart. <laughs> That's what makes it so bad. Wait, can you burp? Yeah, I'm not crazy. <laughs> you broke him. You still have inspiration. Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> Zach. <laughs> okay, so listen. <laughs> what is happening? In the table's clean after you guys are done. <laughs> I can't understand. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Barely D and D. We'll catch you on the next episode. <laughs> it's, the, it's the DM's job not to laugh this much. <laughs> but farts are really funny to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Lucidian gets all your stuff. <laughs> you don't breakfast. What? Lucidian gets all your stuff and we're done with breakfast. Just the party time. Okay, because I can't understand Zach. <laughs> oh my goodness. You guys just credit this, carry the scene for a second. <laughs> I need to recover. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Greta's not um, there. So. Yeah. Uh, Balls, um, should we tell, uh, should we talk to, should I send, yeah. like, a message to Shpagoober, or should we go find him? I think we should go there talk today. To I think we should, like, see if we're, ask where he is, and, like, go link up well, with him I after the, the shop. Okay, you want me to send something to him right now? Yeah, that's probably a good time. Okay, I, I send a message to Shpagoober. 
Okay, so you, um, you know, play a little ditty on your lute and um, yeah. little magic furls, and what do you send? Um, I say, okay, listen, Spagoober. Mm-hmm. We want to see you talk back and tell me where you're going to be today. But I like to imagine that all these words. pauses are here too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But in little words. So you send the, the message. Bro. And after a moment, um, <laughs> Shpigoober goes, Okay, I think I'm understanding. Oh, shoot. Oh, no. Um, I am at Salon. <laughs> Have got my hair done. <laughs> they do amazing things with mud. At Borat? Over and out. <laughs> Bilfred, do you think that was... And then it cuts off. <laughs> now we know that um, Bilfred canonically was at the salon too. Um, oh, getting wonderful does Bilfred have a new haircut? Uh, so I relay this information to Boz and Tello. Kana Jay is not in there anymore, is she? No, she left you guys. She? She's, she's in her study. Okay. Is the study the um, room that we can't go into? Um, no, that was outside of the tower. Like that that's that area that um it's not the room that Roe was in, but Roe, you know it's the room next to it. Yeah. She doesn't have people going um, there. But. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um guys, uh Huber's at I think he's getting his hair done. Uh <laughs> but I think from what he meant is that um we should meet him at the boat. Okay. Bow up? Yeah, boat. The boat. That's um, his word for uh, boat, oh, yeah. Billfrey was there, you guys. Do you think Billfrey has is getting his hair done as well? Do you want to bet on it? But you want to bet? I'll bet that Billfrey has a new that uh, did last night. Uh, just make you a gambling man now, boss. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. We don't have to do this. Uh, no. Uh, I'll put uh, I'll put a, co- a one copper piece on the fact that Billfrey is getting his hair done. The smallest denomination of money I have Why is gold. We- Okay, nah. never mind. We're not doing this. Why are okay. we even doing this? We you you told me we share our money anyway, so we're not betting anymore. We do. Do you do you want to contribute to the bank? Well, <laughs> bro, take a point of fire damage. <laughs> um, I, I'm just well, kidding. Do I we, do have your money. For no, the I, thing. no, no, no. I mean, we haven't we haven't talked about it, and I felt we kind of weird about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I was half joking, but it sounded we, a lot more ruder than I, I mean. I I uh, Tello like here like take, shorts for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um here here's a hundred gold. Put it you you wanna carry it. Yeah, yeah. Um so I kinda I open the wallet and I show her how much we have total. I say okay. It's, I want to and it's like a whole bag. <laughs> like it's, it's this huge bag of gold. So I open up um In fact you probably have to keep it in multiple bags of gold considering how much gold you have. Also your satchel's really heavy. Like really heavy. I, I say, okay, um, awesome. Uh, yeah, I think we, we share everything. Um, this is how much we have now, and I kind of share with her that we have 154 platinum pieces and 130 gold pieces right now. Okay, um, I will say I kept I kept about 20 gold just so I have some money on me. That's fine. Um, but if anyone ever needs it, they can use it. I, I think, just thought we can, you know. I think Craig is starting his own bank too. He has quite a bit on him right now. Uh, but I mean, like, yeah, okay. it's not like... 
like hardcore. We just kind of like all contribute together. And if somebody want to buy stuff, then we, I usually try to keep track of everything just so somebody is, but it's not like, oh, I got all the money. And so, but yeah. But yeah, of course. If you ever, I mean, I, I didn't mean to like throw it on you to carry it. I can always carry some too. I just, I wanted to contribute because I know you guys paid some for me as well. We actually have a bank account somewhere uh, if it still exists. And I hope the DM wrote down how much was in there because I didn't. The DM did. Okay, great. The DM is good. Uh, everything the, What's a the, DM? <laughs> the DM is good. The DM is good. Don't ask questions. Um, <laughs> Zach appears in the world. Uh, okay. Okay, great. Um, He's suddenly six foot tall. Boz makes a small note, though, of how much Roe gave him in gotcha. case like something happens like and yeah. he, he like writes down like okay ro has a hundred gold that she gave i don't know in case something i don't know just to, like say ro is entitled to this much like if something happens gotcha. i don't know while this conversation has been going on tello has like not like sneakily but he's just sort of slipped away while you guys are talking he's gone back Sneaks. into the room where you guys were and uh greta i assume you're just still snorfing down yalabin mcgriddle uh boz griddle <laughs> boz griddle the yellow bird boss griddle. Yeah. <laughs> yellow bird boss griddle. And um, <clears throat> Teller just sort of walks over and he goes, uh, Hey, Gorsai, is this a bedtime? Mm, no. And okay. she like reluctantly puts her sandwich down. Okay. <laughs> it's down on the, it's on, not a bad tie because of the blood nose. It's a bad time because of the sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> That's what I'm getting. Yeah. And uh, Teller sits down next to you and he, he goes, um, Have you said you want to be left alone? That's enough. Uh, I get that. Um, are you sure you don't want to go to the tower today? Because you're so gone ho If you don't, that's a-okay. But like, if you want to go just you and me or something, because I'll make you a deal. If you want to go, I'm not going to ask you any questions. But mm. if you really don't want to go, that's enough. I'll leave you here. How many days do you think we'll be here? I don't know. Hmm. I only ask because I'm a little curious too. But again, uh, if you tell me no, that's it. It's no. Do you have a lot of magic items? Nope. Okay. I mean, I have this rock. Stone of something. He mm -hmm. pulls it out. Puts it back up. But that's that's it. Okay. I kind of, I think it would be nice to take the group just because that lady seemed interested in the magic items that I have, but she's already seen all of the ones that I have. So I just, I think we'd get the best reception if we brought a lot of cool magic items. Well, I know that you have that um, uh, sending spell. If you want to meet up with us, with us later after we're done shopping for the diamonds, you feel differently, just let us know. Okay. But I, again, if you tell me no, it's not. That's enough. Okay. No, it's. I appreciate you asking, but I'll. I'll. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I'll catch up with you later. Do y'all remember when we were in Port Splendisant and we were like, okay, we have to do all this stuff before we go, and we went to like five shops like in one day, and it was like amazing. Um, not amazing. It was. It was like amazing that we got so, so many places. Um, do y'all want to try to like do that now, or do y'all want so to try to like take it slow? Now that Jackie's here is why it takes so long. No, this was before you were there. This was before you played. I know that's what I'm saying. No, we took forever. I'm just saying, like, I'm just kidding. Uh, there's a common denominator, Jackie. You gotta face it. I just want to communicate with everybody. If y'all, if you, if you're okay with with like, I don't know. But if you, you want, mean like moving fast? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I has might turned back out to the main room to you guys. I might. Well, I mean, this is like metagaming, meta planning. I mean, I you guess, guys can talk. I was a lot. I'm not going to keep you guys from talking yeah. as a group. You can't play the shopping episode. Staying, no. <laughs> I was thinking about staying back and talking to Connor J finally, but 
I can go get diamonds. I can I can find diamonds and yeah. buy them. Um, because I gave you money, so I contributed to the diamond. Box. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, I okay. Okay, so how about this? How about if I'm gonna check in on Connor J. Okay, do you tell me that you're doing that? See what she's doing. Do you do you go do that, bro? Uh, yeah. Hey, um. Okay, fine. Okay, yeah, we'll jump in. Okay. Yeah, and um, scenes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and scenes. Uh, Bulls, I think I'm, um, I know we wanted to go to the jeweler, but, uh, I think, I know I have been wanting to have that talk with Connor J. I might go check in and just see if she has time right now. You guys could, could head on without me if you wanted to. You know what? Craig is, Craig is wiped out. Greta wants to do her own thing. Um, Boz, do you have to just have another bro shopping trip and you guys can do your thing here I'm yeah oh cute little boys stay home and then if anyone wants to go to the tower later <laughs> we can but no pressure uh do y'all mind if we uh, see, uh check in with Shpagoober while we're out or do y'all want us to wait till we're all together uh no you can you can go ahead and check in with Shpagoober I I mean I I I asked him where he was so I guess just meet back with him at the boat okay um maybe kind of tell him what's you know just give him the rundown on everything yeah okay oh also I almost forgot um Ro and Tella oh, pulls yeah. out his pocket a small length of rope. Um, do you know how to uh, hog tie? Basically, it just means him? putting wrists together and then <laughs> heels together and then tying the wrist to the heels. This I is mean, the next length I? of rope I got. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure you can. And he goes, um, okay. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I mean, it was uh, done to me on the ship. Craig has been out so... for forever. Um, if you want to, oh, no. uh, if you want to hog tie him while I'm gone, uh, I'll take the blame. And he like throws a length of rope oh. to you. I love how oh, okay. our, our campaign is like pranking each other, just hog tying each other. And, and <laughs> that's we don't know any other yeah. pranks. It's the only thing we know. Um, yeah. You know what? We I'm down because he was part of hog tying me. Oh no, I was there for it. Um, now I'm got blamed, oh, no, I but know. it's really on Craig at the end. So. Um, oh no, I know, yeah. I know. There's a length of rope uh, if you want to tie him okay, up. Okay. Um, I cast guidance on Jackie to... so that she can have a bonus on oh, doing it. <laughs> and it's gonna last for ten minutes. <laughs> and. Uh, um, you yeah. guys tell Shpagoober hi for me, and also, um, uh, tell him, tell him I'm sorry for what I did, because, you know, I'm just gonna go ahead and pre-apologize about the, the singing thing you guys might tell him. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no big deal, and I, I mean, it could be, I don't know, I don't have any bad vibes about it. I wasn't there for it, but I don't know, I don't, I just want to let you know, like, nobody's, like, holding a grudge against you or anything. Oh, I know, I, and, and yeah. that means a lot. But I, I still feel bad about what I did, and we can let them know. I shouldn't have done it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thanks for well, running um, up to it. We appreciate that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll check in with you guys later if I yeah if no I need problem. To. Just let us know. Is there anything else you want, okay. like around town, that I could like look for you for, or like um, diamonds? Uh, bring me back a surprise. A surprise? Okay. <laughs> yeah, bring Got me it. back a surprise. Got it. <laughs> no, all right. <laughs> Okay. You know what they say? Surprises are a dish best served cold. I don't think that's the phrase. Uh, oh, dang, I'm still I, getting used to some sushi? of those things. I'm sorry. It's murder. Murder oh. is a dish best served cold. Is that right? Oh, that's no. not going to be the surprise. Please don't probably. bring me back no, that. No, okay, I'm not going to um, do that. I'm going to go use this rope before I go talk to Connor J. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell him, Boz, as, as you guys are sort of walking out, the last thing that you hear, Ro, is um, tell us saying to Boz, we keep like meeting up just us two. Do you think we should have some sort of like a handshake or? And then <laughs> you guys are walking out of the room. <laughs> and um, you get the feel that a really sick handshake ensued. Uh, so everyone has handshakes. Just, just real quick, bro. Do you tie up Craig? 
Yeah, I go in there. Is Greta, like advantage. Greta's in there. Yeah, Greta's in there eating breakfast. Okay. Add advantage, but I'm exhausted. Yeah, so straight so roll. So how does that work? Straight roll. Just a straight roll, yeah. Cancel it out. I'm like math. Ooh. Boom. That would be a 19. Ooh, she's back. Okay, now I'm going to roll a perception check for Craig at disadvantage. Yep, I'm always Zach. That was a seven and then a three. Um, <laughs> Craig farts just a little bit while you tie him up, but otherwise he's none the wiser and you managed to fully hog time. He should have walked around. Wait, what does Greta breakfast. do? Uh, Greta, Greta is watch watching. carefully, while, like just happily while you eat your <laughs> yeah. sandwich. Hey, Ro. I'm going to look over at Greta and I'm going to say, it was, it was Tyler's idea, okay? Non it was his this. idea. His no worries. <laughs> Landon, if you would just use your inspiration, you've earned it three times over. <laughs> <laughs> Greta's gonna oh, hey, like Greta. hop off of the bed now and like carrying her plate <laughs> no, <I'm the> <laughs> and she's gonna like kind of look at Ro almost a little sheepishly and say hey Ro oh, yeah, Greta, can you press the digitate objects what can, can I can I press the digitate objects yeah oh uh, yeah yeah can I can you, can you I got a lot of crumbs on my bread on my bed when I was eating this on your bed yeah oh yeah um here you go and she does it to the <laughs> Thank you. Normally things like that don't bother me, but it is today. Ah, I understand. Thank you. Um, and she's gonna. If you need, oh, sorry. If you need to, wait. You walked out of the room. <laughs> Greta turns around. And walks away. <laughs> um, uh, I kind of follow her out, and I'm just gonna say, um, if you need anything, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go talk to Connor J. So I'll be like around. Okay. Sounds good. Can we make it like, I don't like DM. Tell me if this is like a thing we could do when I do press the digitation instead of, cause I know technically anything I do magic, like comes from like the loot, but could I say that it's like a whistle? Absolutely. I, I like That's that so sick. much. That would be so cool. Heck yeah, Jackie. Cause it's like Jackie okay. inspiration. <laughs> That's freaking sick. <laughs> Yeah, you, I just, think that would you be let cool out a clear like, like whistle note, and like your yeah. the like the the loot just sort of produces some magical color, but you don't even have yeah. to touch it. That's freaking awesome. Okay, that's Sick. so because cool. I'm like I use that so much. I feel like I would know how to like. Just... But also, if you don't want to whistle in the future at some point quietly, like I'm not gonna make it a hard and fast rule. But that's dope flavoring. Okay. 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 So Jackie or Ro, do you go and finally have your conversation with Connor? <gasps> I go to her study okay. and I, I you know, knock yeah, on you her know door. well enough that you that she likes the knock. Yeah. So you, um, it's this ornate, gorgeous door, um, very well carved. It has the symbols, the different symbols of the schools of magic all over it. And you, um, dum, dum, dum. there's a pause, and then the door, and Kanaje steps out and closes it behind her. And she goes, um, Rowena, finally, sorry oh, for hi. the. Hi. Um. No. 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 You're fine. I was just wondering. Um. Uh, the balls and tallow left. Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, it. Yeah, And uh, okay. she just sort of like walks confidently to the room you guys were initially going to speak within. So you guys head over to that uh, that sort of waiting room. And she sits down. It is as you remember it. The um, the nice chairs, the um, side tables, the coffee table in the middle, the bookcases, the lovely window. It's gorgeous. And she sits down. Cool. And um, uh, there are two glasses there. And... Um, uh, they are filled with um, like a kind of yellow fluid. And she goes, it's early in the morning, but it's been a crazy day and it will continue to be. <laughs> so I think it's still uh, still viable for a mimosa. And she passes Ooh. you a glass. Oh, lovely. Thank you so much. 
Um, so I feel like this is a little bit, I don't know, in the scheme of things, not as important. No, I don't um, know about that, Trina. But I just wanted to talk to you about a few different things. Um, sure. She reclines. It's kind and of involving my mother. Uh, first of all, um, and Ro pulls out her loot and she goes, um, when we were talking with old on the boat, um, and he kind of, and I cast identify and he kind of pulled me into, um, I guess he kind of pulled me in to show me more of what he was talking about. Mm -hmm. I dropped this and no one I know has been able to, um, repair it with magic. It's cracked? Oh, yeah. Um, it doesn't really seem to affect the sound or anything. That doesn't tend to happen with magic items. And she kind of, like, uh, politely, but, you know, takes it out of your hands yeah. and starts inspecting it. I could look at repairing this. It would take some time and some effort, but I could work on it today. Would you like it repaired? Okay. Um, yeah, I would. I, I mean, uh, do you know why... Do you think you know why it cracked? Or... And why it couldn't be repaired with, like... This item was tied I to just... your mother. Uh, yes. It may have been connected to the realization of her passing. It oh. was crafted for her, so... Um... You know what? I mean, do you think it's... It could hurt it? being cracked like this it seems to function the same though I've kind of gotten I mean it's only been a few days but I've kind of um, I've kind of gotten to like the crack in it. it it kind of it kind of goes along with kind of what's going on in our world right now I guess um, she smiles knowingly and hands it back to you um, along with that the night before we talked with old, mm -hmm. um, I had a I had a an interesting dream, and I don't really know. I, I mean, we've so all had things, a lot of interesting so dreams. So many things keep finding you. All. Uh yeah. Um, I, I don't really know if it's connected to anything that's been happening, but I thought if anyone would know, it would be you. Um, I was. I was in the middle of the ocean, which I mean, we were on a boat, but I wasn't in a boat in the dream. And um, there was someone there, but they were speaking a language I didn't really understand. But um, they did say something that kind of stuck with me. Um, I believe it was... Uh, the song you seek is endless, older than your breath and blood. Hearken to the old song. Does that mean anything to you? You know, it does. Um, <laughs> before yesterday, I probably would have given you a more complex answer, but yes, it does. There is much that I do not know about um, the Maker or the Deep Magic. Um, much. Much that very few people know. But 
this is more the um, expertise of the members of the Melibus Arcanum. Um, <clears throat> I am much more familiar with recent magical history, but um, I've had important discussions, and my knowledge is limited, but if you wanted to speak with one of them more, they could probably give you better answers. Um, but uh, I believe that the old ones and the clerical orders which used to follow the Maker referred to the old song as um, it was important to him in some way or, or from him or of him um, a, um, its language repeated itself in their, um, in their writings often I'm not sure beyond that do you but know what I know language it's connected. it is? actually I do um, there is a language, apparently, that the old ones wrote or spoke, but it was not a spoken language as we use. Apparently, it was, um, Ro, you know how, um, there are, um, verbal actions that we can take, that we can speak, and specific tongues and phrases connect the energy of magic and um, influence it into our reality. Yeah. Apparently, from what I understand from Alandra, a number of the old ones had a language that they spoke that um, could summon that, that raw arcana, that neutral, pure arcana from which other magic is derived, that deep magic, directly. I believe it was called deepest speech. And apparently, when one spoke in it, it could directly influence things to happen. It gets very complicated and very beyond my expertise. I have limited knowledge here, but... That language, I think, was... It was magical in some way. Intrinsically. Why would... Why would I have had a dream? about this would it was my mother have something to do with I am uncertain but interactions with your mother later in life led me to believe that maybe she and some of her allies had heard about the wellsprings I think they went looking for them this was before I knew more about them and I don't know what became of them after, but um, maybe the two are connected in some way. In the dream, there were um, there were tentacle-like figures, similar to that that Old showed me when he was discussing mm. um, all of this. Beings from other realms are sometimes out of my jurisdiction. <laughs> I mean, I have inclinations and suspicions, but um, I, I don't have a genuine answer for you. Maybe, um, well, if it was a form of manipulation, I don't know why he would reveal himself in that way. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. But I can ask okay. more about it if you want. Yeah, I think that might be good. Um, I'll ask. 
one last thing. Oh, uh, as many things as you need. Was, when I was talking to Old that night um, by myself before we ever cast Identify, mm-hmm. um, and DM, correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been a hot minute now. He said, <laughs> didn't he say um, about, like, I don't remember the context he said it in. It's in my notes somewhere, but I don't have those out in front of me. But didn't he say about being careful around the water? Um, yes. How did he, how did he put it? Exactly. Like this is gonna be an excellent time for the DM to try to remember. Yeah, I was um, like, I believe he <laughs> said something about the waters are not safe. Yeah. I don't know why you should be concerned about the waters, bro. Um Well, you know, I seem to recall um Alandra is a bit of an ambassador between different cultures. And as far mm-hmm. as I can understand, there is some sort of a she's mentioned in passing that there is a conflict beneath the oceans between some of the um, uh, subaquatic kingdoms and um, if uh, this um, Prologekith is a creature from beneath the waves maybe he's connected in some way I'm not sure hmm. I wonder why he would tell me to be careful specifically though well um, you all have that uh, that orb of his right yeah, but he wanted us to drop him into the water. And he specifically said, I believe that I should be concerned about the water. I've got to be honest, not the rest I don't of know. The party. Maybe it's something about ferrying that item. I don't know. Maybe so. In the past, many cultures have um, conflict or uh, covet over magical items of, of import, but that's just the best guess. I don't know. I think, um, I think it would definitely help um i just want to make sure everyone has the all the allies have the correct information so if you would no, it's a, it's feel free to question. pass any of this along to Alaska she probably knows yeah um i mean she'll be busy with them um, yeah yesterday's <laughs> events but uh, we'll, we'll work our best um i think that's honestly i think that's it um Ro, how do you feel um, because uh, you I as, mean, as um, an adventurer and a crusader of some noble cause, that's fine. But um, I mean, you're just your mother's daughter to me. <laughs> How are you? I'm, uh, you know me, I, um, I tend to hide things away. I'm kind of angry right now, angry at myself for what I did yesterday. Um angry at the Kevs as always and uh, angry that this kind of weight falls on all of us Um, Mm. but at the same time I'm I'm ready to, to fight if I need to whether that's fight for our home or these people around me so, um, the things it's a lot. that the things that motivate you to stand are good. You should hold on to them. And I'm not saying that our situations are the same in any way because they are not. But when my father died, I found a lot of people and things to be upset with. Yeah. And really, I think I was just trying to run from the pain. 
Um, you don't need to talk to me at all. And maybe you don't even need to talk. I don't know. Grief is a complicated journey to walk. But um, if you ever want to talk, you should find someone. Because I really only started to move forward once I did. It doesn't need to be me, but just Thank you. it doesn't need to be now. Just yeah. that. But also, you're your own person. I don't have all the answers. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, this in itself has helped, so. Good. Um, She'd be proud you. of you, you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you've thought about it, but you're doing what she did and you don't even mean to. You've gone and found a group of people who are <laughs> trying to do something and you're working together with them. It's true. I don't know if she fell into her world like I did. Um, oh, I uh, but, uh, I remember your mother. <laughs> she mostly fell into things. Oh. <laughs> um, she looked like you, you know. I guess that's where I get my uh, my my klutziness. <laughs> um, I like to hope she'd be proud of me. She would be. I, uh, I try to live up to kind of the view that the world has of her. Oh, but I don't think that's the part that she'd be proud of. I think she'd be proud of the you that isn't connected to any of that. Because even that part of her, it was real, but it was the person that Ravina was that was so wonderful. And you're like her, passionate. I wish I would have and gotten to know her. <laughs> I do too. But I know that she loved you. Hopefully I can um, continue to make her proud. Hopefully we all do. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, um, uh, thank you. I won't, I won't take any more of your time up um, today, or at least right now. Um, I know, uh, the boys were going to check with Shpigoover, um, about what our plans are for travel, so we should be able to let you know in a few hours or so. No rush, Ron. Um, Stay as long as you like. <laughs> well, thank you. Um. She picks up her mimosa and clinks it with yours, <laughs> and then just downs the rest. Puts it down. <laughs> Ro does the same. <laughs> I better not have, uh, another one of those before I go enchanting things. Oh. She stands up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if you need anything. Okay. Uh, thank you. And she just ruffles your hair a little bit and then walks out of the room. Like she used to when you were much younger. She walks out of yep. the room and turns a corner. Uh, um, Ro walks out. Yeah? Oh, I was just saying Ro walks out. No problem. Um, so, uh, Boz, you and Tello have left the building. Yeah, so you're perusing, day. you're cruising, it's two bros. As you're walking down the street, Tello goes, um, and I was thinking something sort of like, you know, um, you've got your staff <laughs> and I've got my, my crossbow, so maybe like we clink them. No, that's stupid. I don't know, like like a fist bump it should start with? Something. I'm not sure. 
Uh, yeah. Um, like a fist bump, and then what if it ends with us both staring at the staff for as long as we can? What if you can do that? I'm going to throw up for my headache. No, I'll throw up too. It like hurts me. That too. feels like a, I don't. Why, why would we do that? It's like who can hold their breath underwater the longest? But like, I mean, this feels like a bad basis for our handshake. But also now I'm curious to see who can do it because I think it's me. Okay, <clears throat> Zach. Good question. Can looking at the staff for too long cause mesothelioma? <laughs> <laughs> oh my Landon, gosh. Your gosh dang inspiration because you would have had it four times already. <laughs> oh, he hasn't man. rolled once like the whole session. <laughs> so we've been walking for a while. Do you know where we're going? Because I'm just sort of walking. Uh, no. Should, do you think we should ask someone? Uh, yeah. Uh, DM, I look for the most intellectual, well Insight. Okay. Check. Landon heard you. I have like, below I'm 10 a every single time without my modifier. Um, that is going to be a 13. Okay. Um, you see a moderately uh, intellectual <laughs> person. <laughs> Boss, uh, odds. Okay. Um, you see a well-dressed fellow across the way. I approach him. He's sort Suspice of like leaning dad. down over a barrel. He's what? leaning down over a barrel. He's like kind of leaning halfway over a barrel and he's in like nice robes and he has a book at his side and he's sort of like got a hand across his torso and he's closing his eyes heavily and you walk up. Rough night, huh? Oh, <laughs> sorry, sir. Uh, are you okay? Sorry. Yeah, I'm not. What's going on? Oh, don't have the fish on on the fourth street from the dog. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, I can... Seafood, Wait, don't what? have it. I can Ooh. help you if you want. What? I can heal you. What? I can magic. Things. I don't want your your kitschy services. That's fine. What are you? Are you are you a charlatan? Oh. No, I I need to buy things, and I I'm not from here. What are you talking about? I'm looking for diamonds. <laughs> I need to buy diamonds. I don't have diamonds. Do you know of a place that does? Yes. Where? Are you just going around asking strangers if they know where you can buy diamonds? No, you just wear nice clothes, so I thought oh, you would know. Thank you. <laughs> I might ruin these clothes. I cast it's a healing word it's like be well sir okay there's a flash of magic and he goes oh oh my goodness my ankles hurt less but I still have to use the bathroom yeah uh, it turns out healing word does not cease your bowel movements oh, I um, see that <laughs> who are you kind stranger uh, <laughs> I'm surprised it was your ankles and not your lower back usually that's oh, what it is oh my name is Boz that's um, so good this is Tello I'm gonna to get to a bathroom immediately so what was your question oh where's the nearest diamond oh, store you go down the way oh, and then there's over there and he points and he just sort of like rushes in a different direction and he's doing that I like, cast guidance on him because he needs it man okay as he's rushing away he goes thank you and he keeps going waddling down the way I look at Tell's like is that normal like people <laughs> just Tell's like just got a big smirk on his face and he goes I don't know that was pretty good why was he leaning over the barrel if he needed to do a number two I don't understand <laughs> Maybe you didn't think you. <laughs> Sorry, that's my lane of humor we've discovered. Um, he goes, he goes, um, maybe he didn't think you would make it further. <laughs> Until it's just genuinely laughing. Man, I don't know what happened to his ankles, but uh, I'm glad I can help him run faster. Maybe he's going to get there in time because of that. Why well, he looked older? Maybe he just had joint issues. Um, yeah, arthritis. Arthritis? <laughs> Guys, it's that second session energy. Um, I said down that street. Do you want to just start talking? Yeah, let's go. Oh, insight to see if he was telling the truth. Yeah, insight check. I'm a real player. <laughs> I rolled seven. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that with your modifier? Yeah, that's with my modifier. I have rolled below 10. These are using Melanie's dice. Guys, they, what's going on today? And they are beautiful. We're, but I hate them. Yeah, it's because we're missing the big mic. It's because the big mic's not here. It's because Micah's not absorbing all of your all your crap energy and rolling off. That's Oh my gosh, that's what's happening. Because Mike always rolls bad and you guys <laughs> always roll Micah, come back. We <laughs> Micah, come back. Um, okay. Uh, you don't know. All right. So I but start you walking feel like that you way. really had to poop. Yeah, man. I, I've been there before. I know. Okay. I hope you made Katie's it. constipated. So you guys start walking down the street. I don't know why I'm doing this because <laughs> I made this scenario. Um, and as you guys are walking down the way, like you guys just kind of walk for a bit. And like, you know, you're sort of walking, looking around. And uh, Teller goes, wasn't there a thing you wanted to talk to me about earlier? Yeah, I um, uh, I wanted I mean, to. This is an after happen now. I'm just no, no. I mean, we're we're walking, um, and uh, apparently it's the part where it's like you're not there yet, but you're still like, mm -hmm. um, uh, I. There's think... so many statues in the city, and you guys walk by another statue. Do you think they can? Do you think they like can? They're alive. Like, what if they're like evil? You guys start walking okay, by. Doctor Who. Tello isn't moving. I know. And they're like, Tello's like looking away from it. And then as he, get as he gets closer, he goes, boo. And then they don't react. No. I don't oh, think you so. scared me, though. You're a dork. You know that, Buzz? I know. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> speaking of being sorry, um, I'm sorry that we left you by yourself. Um, it's fine. I feel like I was trying to be a good adventurer and I ended up being a bad friend. And um, I just want to let you know I'm, I'm, I'm still learning, but I'll do better next time. Tello, he's like congenial facade kind of breaks for a moment. And like, as you guys are walking, he just kind of takes like two or three whole seconds where he just kind of stares at you. And it's a really interesting, like layered look. And then he, he kind of blinks heavily and sort of like remembers the conversation you guys are having. And he goes, um, no, that that's, that's okay, boss. It's, I appreciate that. Yeah. No, I'm, all is forgiven. I, I mean, you're the weirdest, but you're also the nicest people I've ever traveled with, so <laughs> it's okay. I appreciate that. Um, but really, though, I mean, it was it was crazy. It was really serious, and I it's um, really nuts. it was it was it was heavy. Yeah. Uh, th uh, thanks. Or you're forgiven, or <laughs> whatever it is I'm supposed to say. Yeah, you're not supposed to say anything. Um. I I don't know. I guess we can talk more about where your head's at when we're not like in the middle of a public school. Public. Yeah. But yeah. um but yeah. So. Yeah, thank you, man. Um You know, it's been a long time since I've had a friend. It's nice. It's been a long time since I felt comfortable around somebody. So And you just kinda like you know, puts a hand on your shoulder. Do the handshake that we just made a second ago. Okay, yeah. So stare intently at the orb. And, throw and then you, both of you start to stare at the staff and you go, oh, and you look That was away. a bad idea. You're right. That was awful. And he goes, oh, why would we do that? <laughs> and uh, it's about this time that as you guys are walking down the street, you notice a building to your right. It is, um, it's thin, it's tall, but not two-story tall. It's like 12 feet. Mm, that's not that tall for a building. It's like 16 feet tall. Um, and it has sort of like squared columns that run its edges and then a lipped roof or a lipped Are sill that comes fluted? off the front. What? Are the columns fluted? Answer yep. the question, Zachary. They're fluted. I, actually, yes. I was going to say that. That's. <laughs> why are you still staring at me? Are, they trumpeted? Um, Are they trumpeted? They're not trumpeted. Are they okay. tapered? 
Okay. Um, Abby works for a weird architecture company. There's kind of like there's kind of like lovely. It's it's got very linear, square, um, straight geometries with hard edges, Mm -hmm. and um, there's a uh, a door that has um, metal fixtures all over it, uh, and like some like metal studding, a lot more metal than you usually see on most. And the the stone of the building is like a pale, not marble, but like 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 a very pale limestone um, that is eroded a little bit from rain, and um, there's a, a parapet that runs along the top edge, and there's a, there is um, carved into the stone. It says, um, uh, "I f- almost forgot the name. Sorry." It says, "Madame um, scores." <laughs> it says, "Greta's nightmare." Um, no, it says, um, uh, "Alessandro's fine goods," and then, or excuse me, "Alessandro's fine fixtures" is what it says. Um, and then, but um, below it is a carving of a of a diamond, of a gem of some sort. You have the feeling that it's supposed to, it's like um, communicating that that's what's sold there. And there's a display window um, on either side of the door. There are two, two display windows on either side. And um, there are some like cases and you guys can see some jewels through Ooh. some jewelry through the, through the, um, through the window. Tell, I think this is where... Uh... Your powers of perception are impressive, Druid. I, yep, I use my <laughs> eyes and I see things. Um, he just chuckles and walks up to the door and opens it for I, you. Yeah, I walk in. Okay. Well, so you guys walk into the space and um, it's a long room, uh, much longer than it is wide. It mainly, it maybe only comes out to like nine feet wide, um, but it goes back for maybe 20 feet. And it's just a high ceiling. There's no second floor, just a really high ceiling. It goes up maybe like 12 or 13 feet. Um, and uh, the there's a chandelier. There is not. Oh. Um, actually, it's really interesting. So um, the room, the building has two sections to it. Um, there is an obvious front, like kind of lobby area and a second area beyond it, but it is only separated by a counter that has like sort of like a little, um, a little lift section to it where someone could go through. And the counter is very short. It's maybe like two and a half feet tall. Um, and that counter bleeds into um, a work table that runs either side of the room that goes all the way into the back. Um, it's like maybe like 12 feet of work table space on either side. And then there's shelves along uh, the walls on the left side and hooks all over the right side. And the, the space is lit, but with no candles and with no chandeliers. Um, there are sconces and even distances on the wall, which have arcane crystals in them that are just dimly glowing with whitish light, but enough to light the space fairly well, um, just less so in the back. And then in the back, um, there's like a little um, glowing warmly red. There's a little um, a little smithing station. And uh, in the front of the room, there is um, a nice stone floor with a, a circled rug covered in lovely designs on it. And there are um, three, or there are four, uh, four display cases, two here and then two up against the walls as you guys walk in that are filled with jewelry, necklaces, um, earrings, uh, bracelets, brooches, just all sorts of trappings and lovely designs. Um, Finely made various gems set in silver and gold and all sorts of uh, adornments. But beyond this counter is just metallic objects. Um, uh, Okay, that one's a crossbow, but it looks funky. Um... That's a, a box of some kind. And as you study it for a second, just on an initial um, uh, inspection visually, as you've started to have so many experience, you start to notice glyphs some places. Some of these are lightly magical. And um, uh, there are, um, the shop is covered. And there's all sorts of like weird, like there's pulleys and there's 
um, mechanical objects that connect and at like joints and hang from walls. There's all sorts of metal tools that you don't recognize, clamps, vices, drills, but then other material, other tools that you don't recognize at all. And um, I'd like you to make a history check for me, boss. It's going to be a high DC. Um, I'm actually going to burn my inspiration on this. Okay. I got an 18. Oh, shoot, dude. Yeah, it's, it's DC 16. Um, hey. Yay, boss. You, Always you don't burn know a lot about the lore, them, but you know that in the far northeast of the Earth and Bloom, there's a nation called Nosinyo. Um, which produces this really, this sort of like kind of newer kind of expertise called an artificer, which is someone who crafts with metal and um, uses magical magic and this very new kind of thinking called engineering um, to uh, to create mechanical mechanical you think it's called things objects which have um, physical movement and relations but also magical means. And you surmise that maybe this is what that is. There is an individual in the shop. Um, and also, it's worth noting, the workspace, terribly cluttered. Um, and the space beyond the counter, where the jewels are, immaculate. The space, the whole shop gets dirtier the further back it goes. <laughs> um, where the back of the shop is filthy and covered in soot. And then, like, it like progressively gets cleaner going forward. And there is a gnome. Uh, he has on um, a white, flowy shirt. Um... Uh, like puffy and cotton and 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 just like kind of it looks like it was once elegant but it's very worn and frayed he has on simple leather pants and basic boots um, a heavy leather apron on the front which is um, again high quality but covered in burn marks and tears and holes he's wearing heavy leather gloves that are also covered in like black marks and etches um, his head is <laughs> rotund on his tiny neck and his arms are frail and thin he's old looking um, he has etched lines all over his worn face, but so many of the lines gather around the sides of his mouth and his eyes. You get the feeling it's from smiling or laughing um, or maybe yelling. It's kind of hard to tell from where the lines are. And um, uh, he's, both. he is just chrome domed, <laughs> smooth as can be on top, bald, 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 except for this huge bowl of white, wiry, soft, thin hair that just poof, like sprays out from around his head over his ears. And then he has no beard except for a huge plume of white hair, wiry and wild, that grows out just from his chin in this insane goatee. Um, does he have glasses? And he does have glasses. Um, there's a thin little mouth with a, a, a long, thin pointed nose, and which has gone like comically large. And his eyes are a sharp mint green. You know that. Because wow, can you see his eyes? Um, when he turns around, he is wearing... Um, these bifocals that were with clear <laughs> glass that are set in bronze rims and gnomes already have slightly larger eyes but there's those glasses and then there's a set of lenses in front of those that are attached by little arms and then a set of lenses that are in front of those that are attached by little arms and then a set of lenses that are in that are attached in front of those so there are four sets of lenses in front of or three in front of the initial like actual set um, and they're all down. So when he turns around and he looks at you, his eyes like take up every single, like they look huge on his head. And um, as you guys um, uh, walk in the shop, um, the door, and as it pass, as it opens, it passes by um, a, uh, not a bell, not a chime, but a little metal weight 
and as it pushes it forward, it pulls on a pulley, and then that pulley goes and connects to a line across the room, which pulls on another counterweight, which pulls down on a little whistle, and the forge at the back of the room lights up a little bit as billows are sort of, uh, weight is put onto billows, and then that steam runs up a pipe that connects to the initial pipe that the original pulley was on, and a little hot air goes off and the guy who's working with thin long metal instruments at the back of the room there's a little bit of light at the base of him sort of looks up and looks at you guys and he gets a wide grin on his face and he just sort of like raises an arm meekly and waves and starts like sort of hobbling to the front of the room towards you guys um okay wow um and Tello's just sort of like looking around in amazement and he goes glad we walked into here what was the name of the shop again it was Alondra's Fine defense um, <laughs> Inspiration. That was an excellent <laughs> okay. joke. Holy okay. crap, Landon. Um, uh, uh, Alessandro's fine fixtures. Um, so he sort of like hobbles forward. And as he's walking, um, there's like sort of like a slight, the slightest stutter to one of his steps. And as you listen you, with your high passive perception, you start to notice that one of his feet makes a sound and the other one makes a sound. One of his legs sounds heavier than the other. And he's sort of like waddling toward you. But the motion is fluid enough, and he gets to the edge of the counter, and he climbs up on a little stool, and his head raises above it, and he goes, um... <clears throat> ah, hello, good afternoon, I am Eliabi Alessandro. You all have come to my shop. With what can I help you today? Hey, I look at a list. Uh, that has just one line on it and uh, two lines. One says 300 gold, pe- gold pieces worth of diamond and the other just says surprise. Um, and I, oh my goodness, Landon, I, study, I study it for a second and then I look back up at him and I say, uh, I'm looking for a diamond oh, oh, that's oh, worth oh, like 300. Uh, uh, I mainly sell uh, 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 fine items that have been made into adornments, but but I, I keep a large store of gems if you're looking to purchase oh yeah yeah i uh you said diamonds yeah 300 gold pieces that's my budget that is why your head looks so big and then he remembers to put up all the lenses and they go and he puts all them up and he goes you look normal now um yes i was wondering why your head was so big um it's pretty big i mean considering don't mean to make you feel insecure um you said 300 gold worth of diamonds? Yeah. How many do you want? I have many. Hey, uh, DM. Mm-hmm. If I ask for a deal, like, let's say that, like, the diamond is worth 300 gold pieces. Sure. But I only pay 290 for it. Does the spell fail? If the transaction oh, is not 300 gold well pieces. Yeah, you have to have the full value of the diamond. But the va- the diamond is worth 300 gold pieces. Oh, no, yeah, it's it's the worth of the diamond. Oh, okay, it doesn't matter how much I pay for it. Yeah. Okay. So even so what if he gives me a diamond that's worth like 250, but I pay 300 for it? Do I have to like do an insight check to make sure the diamond is good enough? Sure, if you're that suspicious of him, I'm you just kidding. I'm, not, I'm not that suspicious. I'm just thinking like, <laughs> I can imagine some greasy wholesale, like just that only sells 300 gold if pieces. If a DM were diamonds. very cruel, they could do that to their party. <laughs> we buy a diamond, one of us starts dying, Somebody's and we're like, dying. why is it not working? Somebody's trying dying, to... and the DM's like, huh? He lied. Isn't that funny, guy? <laughs> and then someone's just Zach's crying like, while they're By the dies. way, this diamond was only worth two hundred and ninety-eight gold. In the real world, people would try to scam you. It's it's what the world would do. Um, <laughs> which is the DM's version of it's what my character would do. Anyway. I, I suddenly realized that I did not ask how many diamonds I wanted, but um, 
I mean, he's just standing there, like smiling. Three hundred gold pieces is thirty <laughs> platinum, right? Yes. Um, Tello, Tello just kind of smiles. How many gold? How many diamonds? Just, I mean, one. One is good, right? I don't know. I'm not the caster. Oh my gosh! I've never had to do this before. The little gnomish man Eliabi turns back to you and goes, "Ooh, for what do you need the diamonds?" Uh, to bring somebody back to life. Mm. You are talking about revivify. Yes, yes. yes. Mm. Many casters come to me to buy for this. I do by your stay. Oh, that hurts Don't, to look yeah, at. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I I Aww. deal with a number of casters. I s sell diamonds to the clerics at both of the temples so I know your needs I don't mean to wheel a deal but I think maybe you would want a few I don't know if I could afford I kind of let's start with one okay one mm -hmm. yes Um. and he pulls a little wand out of a pocket and then uh, it's it's this completely metallic rod that has the spiraling design all the way up it, and there's glyphs along every single space between the spiral, and he picks it up, and he mutters something in Gnomish, and he flicks it. There's a little spark, and at the back of the room, a hunk of metal that you hadn't noticed, it's like two little eyes, lights up on it, and two little wings pop off of this little metallic bird that go, and this ro magically robotic bird lifts up and starts going, flying around the shop, and it goes to a chest at the back of the room, and it lands, and its eyes flash in front of it, and this very normal-looking chest, a glyph lights up on it, and the top goes, and the bird flies in, opens up a little mechanical mouth, pecks a couple times, and then flies away, and the chest goes, and closes back and the bird flies to the front of the room and drops a diamond in front of you and it sort of like does this little mechanical hopping along the counter like tuk, 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 it gets up to you and it lowers its body and, and the diamond falls out and then it closes its beak and sort of like tuk, 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 like folds back up into a little ball again and um so there's a punky. big old diamond sitting in front of you um okay this is worth a slightly more reasonable price because it is uncut. Oh, okay, but it'll still work for the spell. I understand that this spell is used to help save lives, so I would give you a deal. Okay, how much would it be? Two, two, 250 instead of three, 300. 250? That's a good deal. Um,. Boss sort of, or uh, Tello, I don't know why I keep doing that, sort of rubs his ch his beard a little bit, his goatee, which is getting a little bigger than it usually <laughs> is, and uh, he sort of rubs his goatee, and he turns to you and he says, in Sylvan, um, do you think we can trust this individual? I responded, Sylvan, I say, um, uh, insight check. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that, I say, I rule an insight yeah, check. Yeah, it's, it's fine, it's fine. 19 plus 5 wow. is 24. Ooh, let's go, boss. That's my first good roll of the game, you guys. Oh, look up for the history check on the. On this, guy's, this guy's straightforward. I, 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 I squint my eyes a little bit and then I stay back to tell, tell I say, he seems, he seems pretty good. It's your money. Um, uh, I, uh, <laughs> two of these would take away a third of our, our funds. Are you saying this to Eliabi or to Tello? Uh, to Tello. Okay. I'd say like two of these. Are you still saying it in Sylvan? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I think we're just going to get one. 
I mean, again, right? This is your call. You're the caster. Um, we'll just take the one. I did have a, a special request, though. I'm saying in common. Um, and the Abby kind of looks up at you and smiles. I don't expect you to have this, but it would be possible to make a silver chalice that's inlaid with dragon shell. Whoa. That is quite a request, but I, I like special projects. Um, I have a budget on this one as well. How much would you be, 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 be paying for it? 500 gold pieces. Ooh, ooh that is a lot. Uh, people regularly ask for fine ch chalices, but the dragon shall be harder. I could mm, maybe have one for you in a week. I think, I think we'll probably be gone by then. Um, That's okay. But that makes sense. I mean, I understand it takes, it takes time to get stuff made. Is there anything else you'd want from my sh shop? He uh, gestures around. I was hoping to hear more about the stuff that has like the glyphs and on them. Yes. And he gets like really excited, and he goes, "Um, well, I make all sorts of things." And he reaches down and grabs the base of his pant leg and pulls it up and his right leg from the knee down is mechanical and covered in glyphs and he goes i make prosthetic limbs and then he pushes the pant leg back down and he says i make magical weapons and i make uh, armor and all sorts of gadgets do you have any uh hand crossbows that you i do let me show you. Okay. And he goes back to the back of the room and uh, he pulls this this crossbow off of off of the wall and he walks up with it and he goes, it is not a hand crossbow, but it is similar. And he lays it down on the counter and there's this like maybe foot and a half. It's big in his arms, but smaller to you guys. It's maybe like a foot and a half. It's somewhere kind of right in between hand crossbow and crossbow. And um, it's beautiful. There is, um, the whole thing is metal. There is no wood. Um, and it's this like light iron, very well polished um, handle and stock. And it branches outward into um, these wide arms. And there's a metallic cord finely strung that holds back to the latch along the firing mechanism. And then a brace behind that. And the whole thing is gilded nicely with silver. This guy is a miracle with his hands. It's beautiful. And, um, but the inside of it is hollow slightly. And he says, if you heat the central element with fire, you can do, do, do extra burning with the bolts that it fires. I like that. Um, okay, so here's a DM question. Mm -hmm. uh, crossbow expert allows you to do a bonus action with a hand crossbow that you're holding. Mm -hmm. So that wouldn't be applied to this. Um, you said it was in between the two, but... Yeah. Um, I'll say this qualifies. Okay. Um, I, I look at Tello. Because it makes things interesting. <laughs> I look at Tello and I say, what do you think about... Tello, that? his mouth is slightly agape and then he remembers where he is. I like it. I like it. I don't know, know how much it costs, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. Um, I like fire. So I do fire things. Like, I was thinking about that. I was like, it does fire things. Yeah, I know. Um, There's a real synergy here. Yeah, I think we could like be like the dynamic duo but like if both of them are batman buzz were already did it what but like there's no robin they're both batman oh sorry he's my a bad. batman sorry my bad. Big <laughs> he goes, um, uh, back to common though yes yes okay and then he turns back to eliabi 
how much how uh, what's the what's the expense <laughs> what was funny abby how much uh how what <laughs> okay um abby, abby responds and he goes this is a valuable item i would put it at two to twelve fifty uh twelve fifty gold yes sir um i turned back to tello and i was like that's all of our money um and sylvan um yeah. I, I look at the guy tello says we'll be back right uh we'll probably come to home cove again at some point in the future yes but i'm impatient <laughs> um it's all right i'm patient <laughs> it's okay Buzz. i look at the guy and i go is there any wiggle room or any like minerals <laughs> or things that you're looking for that I could bring back to you that would maybe lower the price you know I I, I do have s s something I need b badly or want b badly um have you, you heard of Yepin yes I actually have did he dragon killed in the west I want some of his s scales to put on items v very badly I were going to Zedge if you you can bring me back a lot of his scales, I will cut the p p price on this one in half. But I'm going to need s s similar value in scales. What's uh what's a number? Seven fifty. No, I mean like how many like a number of scales, like a measurement or mm. weight. Hmm. They vary in size. Um, if they are b b big, and he gestures his hands huge, which is like this big to you. Um, he goes um. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe, maybe, maybe about a hundred or, or fifty or so. If they are s s small, and he puts his hands like this, which is like like that to you, and he goes more like twenty-five. Like twenty-five scales. Hmm. Gold. Oh, gold per scale. I understand now. Okay, I get it. Okay. Um. I I hope that favorable that. Oh, you, you, you make your own luck, my friend. I I think that um, that's true, but there's also a little bit of chaos in everything we do. So I hope that the chaos is favorable upon. Ooh, 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 weirdly serious, but good, good, good point. Um, I mean, that's what, what happened to my legs. So good, good, good point. Matching the tone and, and yeah. the pace of the laughter. He's but. genuinely laughing at himself. Eliana thinks he's hilarious. Um, okay, I'll be back in touch when we go to Zedge. Is there anything else? Um, I have about maybe 500 gold of money that I might be able to spend if something is really cool. Uh, do you have anything <laughs> interesting that you could like show me? Mm, mm, that's a... Mm. Very specific amount. Um, he walks to the back of the shop and he pulls something off this wall, off the wall. It's a weird, it's like, it's a heavy metal. It's big to him. It's like this big to him. Um, and it's, it's got like a straight line down one side and then a straight line on the other and then a curved line that comes down to the bottom. And it's this really like shiny metal um, that's sort of like uh, brilliant and it has like a kind of like a couple of concentric shapes on it he walks it over and he goes this is a f folding shield and he uh, puts two hands on two handles on the back and then it goes and it, it folds from two parts into one and makes a shield that locks at the front it's got this huge like sort of like arrowhead shape 
And uh, to you guys, it's actually kind of like a smaller shield, like sort of like this big, but in his hands, it's really big. And he goes, he, he, it is very p p portable and light because it is a newer kind of metal called s steel. <laughs> oh, I I have a shield and I, I point at my bracer. F fascinating. It it happens if I say... Does anyone, you know, want a sh shield? I don't think so. You get the feeling he, he kind of works with like adventurers a lot. And so he's thinking like, oh, these people probably know other people. Anyway. Um, how about this? There is a lot. I, I frequent the Blood Bowl. I'm actually pretty popular over there. I s s sell to people in the Blood Bowl sometimes. What I could do is maybe... Uh, brand deal. Brand deal. <laughs> if I if I get people to come here and they spend a lot of money, if you want to like set a small portion. S send people my way and I'll remember it. Okay. One last question. And then I promise I'll get out of your no, hair. Of course, problem. after the diamond. But... I don't have that much hair left. <laughs> um, And he, he like flips a latch on the back and then goes, <laughs> folds it up and puts it back on the table. I've heard about what you can do a little bit. I'm like imbuing items with magic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can you do that to items I already have? P -p -p Probably, given their material I make. I'm better with metals. Um, and s stone. I... Hmm. What about leather? Depending on what is attached to it, what are you looking for? I don't know. I'm just trying to see... You know, always trying to like make the most of what you already have. Um, what do you want enchanted? Uh, the armor that I have on now. I could work with that. It takes the time. Yeah, okay. Well, you know what? We'll be back. We'll I be would back. love to see you in the future. What was your name? Baz. What was yours? Eliabi Alessandro from No, Senor. All right. It was nice to meet you. It is good to meet you. And I, I kind of, I hand over the 25 gold for the... Okay. Makes 250, 250. 250. Oh my yeah. gosh. I, I, I give him a tenth of what it's worth. He pushes the, the diamond across to you. And um, Tello's just sort of still looking around the space. He's been studying that whistle from the beginning, still trying to figure out what happened with it. He doesn't understand it. And Deliabi goes, Hey, hey, have a great day. And then he starts, um, clunk, clunk. Clunk, clunk, back across the room okay. with the one metallic leg. Goes back to what he was working on. Boz and Tell leave? Yeah. Okay. yeah I, I get the diamond and I, and I leave. Hilarious banter ensues. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, also. <gasps> when you expend that, you can give that back to me. Hey! He comes up for my birthday. I threw that in a plastic <laughs> diamond. So that is the party's <laughs> plastic diamond. Okay. Smash cut to Grite. Grite, yes. you are at the Opalais and Tom all alone. Except for the people you're not alone with. What are you doing? Like it, Craig. She has a deep conversation with Craig. Yeah, she's just asleep the whole time. Greta just talks out all oh, her personal stuff. I know. I give. Hog I give like. A, I give like a play by play of of hag time. <laughs> wait, wait. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt Greta's moment, but it just occurred to me that most likely when we come back, yes, and Micah, Micah will comes come back, back to your character. Hog. Micah will come back. 
<laughs> it just hit me. That's mm -hmm. what's happening. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> As it should be. Um, um, I think pretty soon after Ro leaves and everybody leaves, Greta is going to scrubbity scurp and wop skedaddle <laughs> out okay. to the main lobby of the opalescent tome. Okay, you do. Who's there? Um, Morgrim is not there. And there is a sign uh, hanging. You can see the dull outline of a sign hanging outside over the sort of like opalescent mm -hmm. windows. But you're not sure what it says, but you're willing to bet it probably says like closed or something on it. Kanji's probably taking the day off for the shop. Okay. Is the door locked? Uh, it does not appear to be. So never mind. Morgan would definitely be there. <laughs> so Morgan is there, and he's um he's sort of relaxed reading reading a book. Okay, I'm gonna say, hey Morgan. Morning, shortstack. Was that obnoxious in any way? I apologize. No, no, no that was fun. Okay. I like nicknames. Um, can I look at an item? I tried it last night, and something very magical yelled so, at me. So, um, I think maybe, uh. Miss Connage was wanting to talk to you about that, but um. Do you want to stand over my shoulder while I do it? No, that's all right. I'm just gonna need her permission okay. because uh, that given the circumstances, there's no reason we'd suspect that of you. But those actions looked a lot like theft, mm. and I'm sure that's not what you were going for. But um, this is one of it's a bad place to do that. Okay. Um, so if you need something in the future, please let us know. Um, okay. Let me uh, let me ring and ask. Okay. And um, Morgan pulls out of one of his pockets a little silver clip-on earring <gasps> and clips it onto one earlobe, and then he squeezes it, and he says into his ear, Oh, Miss Kunlige, uh, uh, the, the, um, Greta, right? Mm -hmm. Greta's one thing to ask about Noidum. Or good job. He sort of unclips it, puts it back in a pocket. Um, she'll be out momentarily. Okay. Just kind of goes back to reading his book. There's okay. a long silence. <laughs> and then after like two minutes, Kanaje sort of comes walking down the hallway. Um, she's changed out of her morning gown into like another very elegant dress. Um, a, a similar to the silvery gray slip from the other day. She comes out and she says, "Um, Miss Sam and Greta, you were looking for." Uh, to look at an item. Mm -hmm. I would like to look at the the scholar's bifocals. I think they're called. Ah. The every language glasses. Yes. Um. I'm willing to bet. Has Morgan already talked to you? We have. Yes, he talked to me today. I'm not trying to rake you over the calls. Um, but uh, I've had to defend my inventory before, mm. and uh, I don't mean to question your character, but please. Um, if you need to look at something in the future, I know that's what you're doing now. I don't mean to mm -hmm. berate you, but please ask. Okay. Um, Do you want to like put them on my face <clears throat> for me so I don't have to touch them? It's fine. She okay. walks around the corner. <clears throat> she pulls them off of the uh, off of the shelf, so she hands them to you. They're beautiful and elegant, light. Okay. What do you uh, need to read? I understand that I don't have that I don't have, like, the most of your trust right now. I would prefer to read this alone, but I understand if that's not possible. I don't mean... You know what? Make a persuasion check, Greta. Guidance. 
<laughs> from the store. You're just like I'm across just town. Spidey sense guidance. <laughs> Quick needs help. <laughs> <laughs> Abby's doing math, folks. That's Abby's math face. I just had a sick idea for a character. No mind, don't mind me. Okay. Uh, uh Spider-Man. Pause jumps off a cliff. Spider-Man. <laughs> Thirteen. She smiles politely, but she says, I, "I would prefer to know." Okay. What is it that you'd like to be translating? The book that you gave me last night. Oh. No. You may do that in private. Okay. And uh, do you have the book on you? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. So. Do I need to take my headphones off? No, he's fine. Any noises, Abby? He's fine. What? Do you want me to not hear what he says? No, this is fun. Okay, good. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> while he figures out, while he figures out where he puts that, can I say that Ro went back into the to the main room and she's trying to convince. Um, uh, Lucidian. She's trying to convince Lucidian to give her water because she's trying to experiment with uh flower tea hair. Ah! <laughs> okay, you know what? And he's uh, like, make a persuasion no. check. <laughs> Me? Yeah, especially given the oh. recent interactions with Lucidian. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think I was gonna have to make a check to do that. That's why I was saying that. Oh, disadvantage. Oh, I'm going to burn my inspiration. I'm going to burn my inspiration. Okay, what do you get? Hold on. Okay. Wait, do I still have to do it at disadvantage? Yes. I do, don't I? So now it's a neutral roll. Okay, hold on. Oh, okay. Okay. But inspiration then, um, still applies. I don't know. Just do whatever you do. That work? <laughs> just roll. <laughs> I guess you just... You roll it's four times or no. do you roll three times? It's inspiration. You still just get to re-roll because it's inspiration. So yeah. Just, just, okay, just. 16. Okay. He goes, of course. And then he looks kind of <laughs> pained for a moment, but he makes a glass appear and it has water in it. He hands it to you. Is that hot water? Now you have to heat it up. <laughs> Ro, was it hot water? It's for tea. I told him it was for tea. I mean, it's hot. I I pluck flowers from my hair and put it in there and I start stirring it. He and then you can go back to He stares at you Greta. with a <laughs> nervous tension all over his face. And he goes... <laughs> Splendid. And you're pulling <laughs> flowers out of your hair, putting them in the water and stirring it. We'll come back to that. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, um, uh, Greta, you pull up the black book um, with that darkly stained human leather and you crack open its spine and it's got that old book sound where it goes like as you open it. You can feel the spine cracking a little bit as you open it. And you have started, you've taken notes from around its pages of all those little lines of text that stand individually. And you've assim- assimilated them into a list. Um, would you like to attempt to read what it says in Wait. the hag tongue? Or would you like me to read it in the hag tongue? You read it. Okay. You first read it, we'll say, for the sake of narrative interest, without the bifocals. And it says, Vazgani. Azganaga Halashganyanam Quaz Moldrom Yalabrinya Aj Murjish Jaz Irni Adadma Gah Idnim Aldalgal Tech Kadga 
Ładki. Jolga Fifli. Uecztu apa a iski. Mochtep. Alkanakal skirgoska. Achtatep. Ir sigindir gani beshaba. Vask ginviskotko. Bathzana gir. Olkon hagal. Vir is dichdi. Dotzo oni beshaba. Misti ivifi. Vaskani. Asganaga. Now, after you look over it for a second, in a moment of how do how do you handle it? How do you look at it before you put the, the bifocals on? I think I is Conajay still there? Um, she's nearby, but she's giving you like she's standing feet okay, away, so okay. that you're the only person who can read it. Okay. I think I've I think I've sat down on the floor, mm-hmm. and I think I've I've. I took the book out and probably kind of like turned it over in my hands and like studied it. This is like familiar. And mm. because of recent events, it's it's painful to mm. hold and to look at and to remember. But I think there's like a lot of, I mean, it's so familiar. Um, I think I'm going to put it, put it down on the, floor. on the floor and then just probably take a deep breath and then put the glasses on. It's so weird because even just putting it down on the ground, I mean, you couldn't put your finger on it, but you swear the moment it touches the ground, it's a little heavier. It makes a slightly louder sound than it should as you put it down. Because if the thing is just heavy to handle and you put on the glasses and the text shifts and transforms in your eyes, like that one scene from the first Percy Jackson movie, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when Percy finds out that his dyslexia is the ability to read Greek um, and the lines shift in your eyes in this way you read the first line Vasganias Ganaga praise the crown and its coven let me know when you're ready for the second line Halashganianam Quasma Odon Yalabrinya, our crown pierces the sky. Our shadows will hold every corner of Yalabrin. Ashmorjir, Jaz, Irni Adadma. We will drink their blood and have their hearts for our slumber. Gah Idnim, Allagal, Tekadga. Drink, your fill is yours. All is ours. Wadgi, yilgal vithli. Wech toatpa, ask iski. Wave of night, from the shores of vithli, will drown them. Mochotep, alkanakal, skir goska, achatep. Our hands like mountains will crush them for the Gaska. Ir si ijdir gani beshaba vaaski giniki skoto. We will pay her, Queen Beshaba. And you understand from the um, syntax of this Vifui hag tongue 
that it is implied in the way that it is written to mean highest Queen Bishaba, with their blood and tears for all of time. Next line. Bathzana Yiri Olkunuch Gauch Bathe sisters, all will be ours. Vir Ishkidgi Dotzooni Bashaba they will cry out, We are the daughters of Bashaba's gift. Rise, O endless Vithli. The last line Vasgani Azganaga. Praise the crown and its coven. You hold the book in your hand, understanding what it said. Yeah. And that's the first time I've heard anything. I've heard that. Have I heard anything like that? You are aware that the babes talked mm-hmm. about the coven and its crown, talked about it as a community of learning and secrets, but this sort of language, this is different. You've never heard it phrased this way. They never showed you a text with stuff like this in it. And could you make. A history check for it. It's going to be a high DC. This would have been to remember something whispered, muttered out of the corner of one of the sister's mouths. Nineteen. <laughs> oh, disadvantage. Hold on. Oh, shoot. That's a natural, natural one. Do you, have, oh, do you have inspiration? I don't. That's unfortunate. <laughs> you the don't price recognize the name. Instant. I don't recognize the name. Reshaba. You don't recognize it. Okay. Can't have all the secrets, I guess. Abby shot land in the death glare. <laughs> oh, I didn't even, I missed it. Yeah, I see. Okay. My insight was a natural one. <laughs> Greta, do you take any final actions with the book? Greta's going to whisper the first line to herself. Okay. Just for the sake of it. Take a, take a swing. Asgani Asganaga. When you do, the others, like, Kanajay sort of looks up for a moment, looks back to what she's doing, but you hear, Vaskani, 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 And the symbol on your neck grows heavy and cold. Greta's going to, like, close the book quickly. Okay. It closes. Kanajay sort of, like, looks up in surprise. Everything you needed. Thank you. And she takes the focals off and puts them on the shelf. Yeah. Well, um, anything else? How much are those? Shoot. I have, uh, 1500 written down. That, that's probably correct. Okay. Okay. That's what she says. Okay, well. Um, and the last thing we'll do before we close the episode, row, you have your glass. <laughs> 
with water and flowers. The water uh, is slightly darker now. Is it like purpley dark? It's, a, like it's, like flowers? A, it's like a ruddy burgundy. Um, it's like a ruddy burgundy uh, with a slight, slight purplish tint. I can I try can I how long has it steeped like five yeah, minutes yeah yeah long enough I take a sip of it very carefully trying not to get any of the flowers in my mouth but just like the tea of it absolutely so I'm feeling crazy because <laughs> I don't um, want to choke so row odds or evens oh, odds hmm isn't that what a shame that's a ten no! Let me make a note real quick. Don't worry. We can still do mine, and I'll be able to try, and maybe it'll be better that time. Maybe Wait, I better it's at disadvantage, tea. so should you roll again? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that ain't my disadvantage, girly. Okay. Uh, whoa. I'd like you to roll 2d6 for me. Or actually, excuse me. Make 2D6. a con save. Okay, so not 2d6? Mm-mm. Con save. At disadvantage? Yep. Crap. Okay, that would be a seven. Okay. Um, so you fail. So you drink you drink the tea. Ooh, sweet, bitter. Oh, your throat <laughs> feels awful. And all of a sudden you get lightheaded, and I'd like you to roll two D6 for me. <laughs> okay, that's a two mm-hmm. and a one. Okay, please write down on your sheet three points of poison damage. <gasps> Actually, that makes me, that's so cool though. I can. Does that mean I can poison people? Well, hold on. Does that mean I can poison people? Oh. And for the next hour, you have disadvantage on wisdom checks. Oh no. Okay, so um, after uh, after Greta has um, had her revelation, like while Greta is having a revelation with the <laughs> Vithli Arcanomicon in the main room, Ro is um, in the interdimensional space next to her, in the living room of that space going, <laughs> choking on her own hair tea, and Lucidian <laughs> is just standing in front of her going, I, I don't know what to do, okay, <laughs> all right. Are you dying? Shall I get the mistress? And you're just sort of like... <laughs> And you choke up one of the flowers. And that is the note, the bizarre note that we will end <laughs> episode 35 on. Um, oh. Good work, everyone. Uh, welcome, or excuse me, thank you for listening to another episode of Barely D&D. It's sort of Dungeons and Dragons around here. If you like our podcast, uh, then please feel free to look at our Patreon, our website, our socials. Thank you for anything else. Um. Yeah, uh, this is a <laughs> podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons. So uh, if you thought it was Pathfinder, you're wrong. Um, but I can see. <laughs> Listen to that, man, you punks. Yeah. Um, one last note. Everybody's level six. Thank you for listening, guys. <laughs> Have a great week. <laughs> Life's an important story, and you're an important part of it. Be here next time. Bye. Bye.